Good afternoon, Sister 21 Mike Bowman family. Hey, I hope everybody's having a great Friday. Uh, today I have special guests, superstar Susan Rickert. And the reason I want her in today is, uh, you know, she came here brand new and each year uh, she's just progressed and progressed and now Centurion agent, uh, also part of our top team year to date. And so I think a lot of things that she's going to say, I want to make sure you have pen and paper handy because there's a lot of good new notes to take. So, Susan, what I've asked everybody else, I'm going to ask you, if I was a brand new agent or an agent that's in a slump and I came to you and said, hey, I really need to get things kickstarted. I need to get things going. What can I do? Uh, what would you advise them? Got it. Well, thanks, Dave, for the intro. Um, I definitely think this is a valuable um, subject to talk about because, you know, yes, even though you struggle getting into the industry, uh, it never fails. You end up finding yourself at multiple times throughout either that first year or the first couple of years where you look at your pipeline and have to think to yourself, you know, I, gosh, I don't know when that next paycheck is is coming. So it's important to always have some tools and, and tricks and just a mindset that's going to keep you on track and um, help you as much as possible to avoid that scenario from, from popping up. Um, I would say my first tip is just kind of the blanket statement to keep it simple. This industry can get extremely overwhelming, especially for brand new agents. You're coming in, it's new, you're learning the computer systems, you're learning the contracts, you're learning the office, you're trying to generate business, you're terrified because you just quit your, you know, salary job where you knew when your paychecks were coming in to a element of unknown in terms of the financial situation. Um, so the goal, I think, at first is to stay focused, to understand the basic function of your job is to generate leads and to sell houses. And as long as you make that your purpose on a daily basis, um, you'll find that the business begins to roll in. You're going to get bombarded initially with title agents and lenders reaching out to you wanting to schedule lunch meetings and coffee. And although I agree it is important to have some title and lending partners. Once again, it's one of those things that you can find yourself three, four times a week sitting at lunch with someone who's never going to send you a lead and you've now wasted that day. So you want to make sure and keep that to a minimum. Uh, try not to get overwhelmed with all the different emails you're going to get from the different marketing agencies and the different CRM companies. Um, if you're with our office, obviously you're going to be assigned a mentor. They're going to help you kind of navigate that and understand what the essential things are that you need for those first few deals. Um, but once again, it's just keep your eye on the prize. Understand that your goal has to be to make connections with people and generate those leads. With that being said, um, you, you got to find what works for you. Obviously, in this industry, you're going to hear a lot about calling FISBOs, calling expires, calling your databases. Those are all different methods that can help generate business for a new agent. For me personally, calling my database um, was kind of my forte my first year and, and still continues to be a very strong suit for me. Uh, if my pipeline does get low, I will reach out and call FISBOs and expireds. And, and I find success there. And obviously, like anything, the more you practice it the better you're going to get at it and the more comfortable you're going to get at it. Um, so you just, the key is you cannot be afraid to ask for business. 
Um, I know it's a very uncomfortable thing, those first few phone calls you make to your friends who normally you would call and, and talk about family or whatever. And now all of a sudden you feel like you're calling and asking them to, to pay you money or, you know, you're soliciting in some way. But for those people who support you, they're going to understand. And, and the goal is just to let them know the career change you've made. They know you, they already love you, obviously. So they're going to be, for me personally, I feel like, you know, those are, those are the happy calls I make. I'm not having to convince somebody that I'm good at my job. I'm not having to convince somebody that I'm hardworking. They already know that. And so they're the easiest sale that I personally find. Um, but w- once again, you just have to commit to making connections with people on a daily basis, having conversations about real estate everywhere you go. Um, you don't have to, you know, shove it in their face, but just find ways that after you meet somebody for the first time or have a significant conversation with somebody, they are aware of what you do and that you're more than willing to help them or anyone they may know. The other thing that I would say, and and this is once again, also for any experienced agents that just have found themselves in a bit of a slump is since your listings may be low, you just have to make the ones you do have work for you. Make sure that you're not missing any opportunities that could be there in terms of holding open houses, um, calling around the neighborhood, doing just listed, just sold calls, seeing if they know of anyone who wants to move to the neighborhood. That way you could possibly secure the buyer. Um, you know, After you've had success of selling that listing, make sure you do a round of calls or send some type of mailer for a just sold. Let them know how hard you worked for your client. Uh, let them know that you're familiar with that area. And you might be surprised to see who else in that neighborhood may want to sell in the near future. Um, something that I would say is probably the biggest rookie mistake, and I myself do this from time to time, would be we get so busy maintaining the pending deals that we have that we fail to continue to generate new business. Um, Once again, I, you know, in this industry, you get your highs and lows. So you may get three houses pending and you think you're on top of the world when you're a new agent. And then all of a sudden you close those three listings and realize you're tapped out. You've got no listings, no leads, no buyers, and you may go, you know, 30, 60 days without a closing at that point because you failed to maintain that pipeline. You have to implement systems that are going to help you not only to handle all of your administrative work and make sure all those contracts are good to go and towards a smooth closing, but also to find time within your daily schedule to generate new uh, leads and, and new listings as well. Really, I, I think the importance with this is just being very efficient with, with your time, making sure you're reaching out if you have questions. Don't let something sit for so long that it eats away at half your day before you're able to accomplish the goal. Um, just stay on top of it. Run it like a business. Um, remember at all times, each day, your goal is to generate new leads, not just maintain the current ones you have. So those would be my top tips for new agents or agents in a slump. I find myself circling back to many of these anytime when I feel like my personal pipeline has gotten kind of low. Um, and, you know, the key in this industry is you have to think everything is about 30 to 60 days retroactive. So what you do today, you may not feel the effect of today, but you're going to feel the effect of in two to three months. And so that's the important thing of always thinking ahead 
and making sure that you're consistently generating those leads, not getting complacent, not looking at your pending board and thinking you've got it made. It's a constant strive for, you know, that next deal. Um, yeah. So that's what I got. No, well, I think that's good, but I, there's a lot of key points you said in there. Mm-hmm. I think uh, two things, very, very important that because there's so many distractions. So avoiding distractions and keeping it simple. Yes. I think that's extremely important, but even on your database, because I hear this from a lot of people, you know, exactly the point you hit on. Okay. Now I'm trying to sell them something. I feel kind of guilty, but mm-hmm. that's not the case. What would a conversation sound like if you're on the phone talking to somebody? Yeah. So typically what I call my database. So, um, and I, gosh, I call everyone from going through my kids' school directories to my church directory to my personal phone book, past clients. Um, obviously, I have these people in my database for a reason. So I always start the phone call off just with with a question. So say I'm calling someone from church because um, I do that often. You know, I'll call them and mention something, say, hey, oh, my gosh, it was great to see you last week. Your kids are getting so big. And they obviously respond. Um to that. And then I just simply reach out and say, Hey, I was just thinking about you the other day. Um, you know, you know me, I've set pretty high goals for myself this year. And I just wanted to see if you personally had a need in the near future that I could help you with, you know, I'm going to take good care of you and your family. Or if, if you don't, I totally understand, but thought maybe, you know, someone else that, that might, and you'd have the peace of mind of referring them to an agent that, you know, is going to take good care of them. Um, I would say, you know, seven out of 10 phone calls, they say, no, I don't, but I'll keep you in mind. I keep a digital copy of my business card on my phone. Mm -hmm. So anytime that I speak to anybody, I just ask them like, Hey, I know sometimes you don't always keep cards with you. Do you mind if I shoot you this digital copy of my business card, save it as a photo in your phone. And that way, if the need ever arises, you've got my contact information handy and can easily share that with someone. Um, I've never had anyone tell me no, so I don't know if they actually save it or not, but either way, they've got it in their text. No, but that's a great idea. And now they've got something in their phone with your contact information. Absolutely. And I mean, I definitely have, you know, being three years in now, I'm really starting to see the fruits of all that labor of reaching out to my database. I'm getting a lot more referrals now than I was the first year. And so it's, it's nice to finally see that all coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. But the other thing you had mentioned, too, and I think so many, it's easy to get off track because, hey, you get one or two pendings under your belt. OK, now things are going. But what you said, don't get off track. Stay focused. Continue working that pipeline. So for you on a weekly basis, how many times do you make those calls? Um, for prospecting, I at a minimum, at least three times a week, I have two hours of prospecting. I really try to shoot for four or five, but the reality of life, I've got two kiddos at home and a husband. And, you know, so I'm going to be totally transparent. That doesn't always happen, but at a minimum, at least three days a week. I'm So my average hours per week is between, oh, I would say five and seven that mm-hmm. I actually get prospecting, like legitimately sitting there completely focused and making calls. Yeah. And, but it's that consistency, even if it's three days a week, but consistently, you know, two hours of seriously trying to make contacts. I I, I mean, that produces results, correct? It's not something you're not sitting behind closed doors, eight hours a day, you know? No. And it's once you force yourself to do it, you realize it's, 
it's not it's not bad. And it's amazing how many leads you can generate. Um, now, once again, with even though, yes, I do ask people if I can send them a digital copy of my business card. I'm also, if it's not somebody I already have in my MAR, the activity report campaign, I'm always asking if I can set them up for that. And once again, that has significant return because it's completely out of sight, out of mind, but yet you're, you know, touching that person through email once a month and providing with them with something of value. Um, so it's, it's really just taking the time, sitting down, um, talking to people, being social is a large part of this, of this industry. So if anyone got into it thinking that that wasn't a part of it, you uh, might have a rough road ahead. But, um, you know, the goal is just letting people know who you are. There's 20,000 agents out there in our area. Be the one that reaches out and reminds them and stays top of their mind. Because if you don't, someone else will. No, absolutely. And another part that I thought was very important, uh, not only the prospect, but when you have the listing, mm -hmm. there's ways to get additional business too with the just listed cards, you know, calling the neighbors stuff. And one of my favorite stories, I use you as an example all the time. So I'm going to let you tell the story, not me, no mercy. but uh, one of the things that you and Melanie, Rebecca, everybody in y'all's group is adopting the buyer. Right. Of the sale of your home. And that actually you were able to pick up a lead from just dropping by, seeing the buyers who you didn't represent and talking to them. Yeah. How did that happen? Just kind of explain. Well, it's, it's happened a couple times, actually. But the very first time, it was the first listing I ever had. First listing I ever had. And it wasn't far from my house, luckily. But um, so long story short, I had been really good friends with the sellers who I had represented. And prior to them moving out, a package had been delivered for the buyer and it had got stuck in one of their boxes. So they gave it to me and I went to return it back to the buyer who now owns the home. When uh, my intention was just to set it on their porch, I had written a little card and said, hey, the you know, my clients had received this prior, wanted to make sure it got brought back to you. I know this house up and down. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. I'm happy to answer. And it was about two months later, I get a call and she said, yeah, you were my realtor a couple months ago on this property. And I'm thinking to myself, no, no, I wasn't. Um, I didn't say that. And she said, yeah, now my brother needs to buy a house. He's moving to the area. And we, we told him that we were really happy and how sweet it was that you had brought our package by after back. So she had completely forgotten that that wasn't even her realtor that had done it. But I ended up representing her brother on a purchase of a $500,000 house um, my first year. So it's just people's lives are chaotic. You never know what, what bits and pieces they're going to remember, but I always try to be that last memory fresh in their mind and just staying consistently on it. And the title companies can offer tools to where you can get, um, email addresses, possibly names so that you can make sure and send those cards. Um, just once again, to get your name out there and let them see your level of service. Cause that's, what's going to stay in their mind. No, absolutely. And see, I think that's what's so cool is because, you know, hey, we know for a fact 85% of all buyer's agents are never, they're one and done. Once they get the deal done, they never reach out. So why wouldn't you? You're the listing agent and you knew about the property. Just keep in contact with them and it's a chance for additional business. And that's what I hope everybody's hearing is, yes, the calls are important. Yes, it's being consistent. But 
the top pros find additional ways with that listing to generate additional business as well. Yep. And so you're always trying to find things. Absolutely. Awesome. Anything else? No, no. I hope everybody finds some value in these tools. Obviously, you've got amazing managers here that are always happy to meet with you. And God knows I've called Dave enough times in my career so far and just needed a little pep talk or some encouragement. So I encourage you, if you are finding yourself in a slump or for those new agents, that you use those resources, use your mentors, use the people who are literally here to help you find success. Don't feel like you're in it alone or that you have to be discouraged. Um, I, I've been there myself. Um, so I hope everybody has a great week and I enjoyed giving you my tips. Absolutely. I cannot appreciate you enough. And quote for today is keep going. Everything you need will come to you at the perfect time. Hey, have a great weekend and we will talk to you soon.